ashen-faced folk and the diabolic dragon now slain, and their souls sent back to the dark where they belong, the party turns their attention to the endless snowscape surrounding the beaten and bruised people of ten towns. The Frozen Queen, however, sees this as an opportunity to get people to believe, perhaps even those who walk the path. The endless tundra of Icewind Dale and the sea of moving ice now call to our heroes to seek new enemies and allies alike and put a stop to the never-ending winter once and for all. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to D&D. My rest of your Chicago table, all that other stuff that we say sometimes. Oh, I'm at the wrong table then. <laughs> this is in middle of. Jesus. All right, anyways. Probably our, probably our weakest <laughs> intro so far. <laughs> no, they just keep, they, I think they're, we're crashing and burning with them every time. I thought we was playing marbles here. I don't even know how to play marbles. Yeah, how do you play marbles? You have, a cir- you have a circle, and there's a bunch of marbles in the middle, and then you have your marbles, and you Touch take your thumb off. and shoot it in there. <laughs> of course, Jack's Missouri kid. It's really similar to Jack's, yeah. The ball pick it up. Mm. But it's similar to it, because then you knock them out, and then whatever you knock out, you keep those, and keep going until they're all gone. Hmm. You gamble in it, I think, right? Yeah, don't you lose your marbles? Is that what well, you put them in the middle, but then you start with a certain amount, and you, you could lose them if somebody else knocks your marbles out. It's like Pogs. It's and a lot like Pogs. Can you keep other people's stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. It's kind of rude. It's pretty cool. It's a rude game. Mm. So TJ and TJ were just playing marbles against kids that couldn't afford more marbles, so he could just Lord Marbles. Yeah, Lord Marble. They called him Lord Marble. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time on D&D, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do last time? Stuff. We were at the Bear Tribe, hung out with them. Oh, um, yes, Bear Tribe. We Oak talked tribe. to Skid. Skid got a big old face tattoo. Drax got some knuckle tats. Um, we talked to some shaman, learned some shit. Uh, we then proposed something that they weren't big fans of, but that's okay. We cooked them a nice meal. Uh, then they contest. stared at each other for a while and yelled at each other, and then, uh, they yeah. got over each other, or over themselves, I should say, rather, and, uh, kind of agreed to put their, aside their differences, and then, uh, Arminatok, am I saying that correctly, Kratzmar? Oh, yeah, talk. I'm not looking at it. Oh, yeah, I'm in our talk. That's too hard. Yeah, you guys were woken up in the night by Arn and Old Goat. And yeah, when our talk came to meet you guys. That's where we left off. Oh yeah. The Winter Walker. They woke us up too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys are all waking up, and you guys see this visage of a. Werebear. Um, her outfit is basically she has basically some cold weather gear wrapped around her um, waist. She's in werebear form right now. Uh, it's like human werebear. So she is a standing 
bipedal bear, polar bear, basically. So her facial features are that of a, a bear, furry wears, bear. Yes, and she wears a patch over one eye, um, has braids down each side of her head uh, with a bunch of long other frayed tails, uh, wears a leather band around her left arm, and seems to have a fishing pole with her. Fishing pole. Yeah, Burrell's looking at that fishing pole. <laughs> And they woke us up, like, in the dead of, like, night, right? Like, this, yeah, this is a couple hours after you went to bed. Okay, so not... Okay. And as you guys shake out of sleep, she'll nod to all of you and start walking outside. Does that pole look handmade? Yeah. Okay. Eyes on the prize, brother. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm tired. Pokemon will get up and follow uh, the werebear outside. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. Burrell's well. the sleep out of his eyes. How? <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's water. It's bubbly water. Did someone shake this? No. I did. No. You did too? No. <laughs> TJ just spilled all over himself. How many people shook TJ's drink? It didn't touch his water. All right, yeah, we'll follow the walk outside, the, sleepy like big polar bear lady, thing, monster. Exactly. We we do know Winter Walker's a she, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Cool. You do indeed know that she is a she. I think I'm gonna talk is a woman Goliath who turns into a werebear. So she turns both a bear itself, like a large bear. Or kind of a mix of the two, standing. Oh yeah. Do old goat and Arn. Arn, join us. Yep, they kind of hold open. I'll send a picture of her to you. Oh. So you guys can all see that. Ooh. It's like the Coca-Cola bear. Yes. It does Just not look like the Coca-Cola bear. <laughs> nice and friendly. So yeah, they basically hold, on, hold open the tents of your f- flaps of your tent as you guys exit behind. We are in our talk and head out into the chief circle area of the camp. So take a seat by the fire and I invite you all to sit down. Excellent. What the fuck is going on? All right. Better be worth it. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, we'll sit. Yeah. You look at all of you slowly. Yeah, look over at each of the each of the, of your characters, I should say, or each of yourselves. Uh, that's kind of bad English there, but I'm just gonna go each of keep, you. Keep you. Yeah, I'm gonna float right <laughs> past that one and uh, keep on going. <laughs> Welcome, friends. Travelers, I have to thank you for bridging the gap between these two old fools. We didn't do much. We kind of just sat there while they stared at each other. Well, stubborn is being stubborn. Mm. 
Cool. What brings you here? I had to see for myself people who brought down a Charlotte dragon. Saw the Durgar threat. Mixed people from Ten Towns and the Wolf Tribe. Yes. We're pretty cool. And who are actively hunting Oral, the Frost Maiden. I, I don't want to correct you. We may have the goal of hunting Oral, but we don't really have anything to go on. Usually hunt, you have some idea where your prey is or how to get there. So we want to be, but not quite yet. Our boat is destroyed. Why are you thinking like Ten Towners? That's surprising to me. Don't you remember back to any stories you heard as a kid? Angajuk? Does that ring a bell at all? No pun intended there, of course. Angajuk. Does that ring a bell for either of us? No, let's see if it does. Roll those histories checks. Ooh. Yeah. Seven. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. All right. It's good. That's uh, good. Yeah, you've, you've heard of this and also in your druid craft maybe stories. That's why Thrax doesn't remember it as well. Angerjuk, um is an awakened sperm whale that has what's almost like a powerful magic, a beneficiary of powerful magic that has an air bubble on its back and is able to Traverse the seas. No joke, nah, nah, but that can, it can be real, right? That's just I thought that was just a story. Two hundred years it's been alive, and two hundred years it's been traversing the sea. I, uh, we have met other awakened beasts across the ten towns in the tundra. I didn't know one would be around for 200 years, though. Yes, it's a perplexing creature. I don't really know further than that. Um, uh, besides, Engo was the druid that woke it. And, yes, uh, the, when it's beneath the water's surface, um, the magic bubble surrounds a boat that's attached to the back of it. Mm. Uh, well, the reason I'm telling you this, and hoping that you would remember this, is that oral spies won't be seeing you on that. That's for certain. Has spies? Just spies everywhere. I'm sure you've seen them in ten towns and tribes. I mean, the Tiger Tribe are all worshippers. There's plenty of worshippers in ten towns. They're all spies. Uh, you got any names on any of these spies? I mean, you should certainly know at least one of them. The leader of the Tiger Tribe. Uh, not personally. Well, that whole tribe are spies. I don't even think you need to call them spies as they actively work in p public service of, in deference of the Frost Maiden. Mm -hmm. We haven't really 
heard of anything from them lately. We don't know where they are. I'm sure we can find them. Yeah? We can probably find them. It's what I do. I guide. Neat. That's perfect. This giant whale thing, have you seen it out in the waters before? No. But I know there's a bell that you can reach to it. Neato. Where's the bell at? Say, just north and slightly west of Bremen, along the Sea of Moving Ice. Um, great. Thank you for showing up and telling us things that we needed to hear and or know. Um, what about things about the Frost Maiden? I don't, do you know anything about the Frost Maiden? Where she lives? I assume it's up that way. Everyone says go up and follow the Aurora Borealis. Yes, um... The, the Frost Maiden is... Up there. She rides a rock to cast her spell every evening. I know that. I've seen it. A big heavy stone. No, a large, large bird. Uh, a prey. Uh, I've read about those. Very big birds. It's quite large. Cool. Well, she fucking she weak to anything. I'm going to guess fire. <laughs> it's a very astute guess, Ricky Steele. To the north, you'll find the island island of Sol, uh, Solstice. Solstice, Jesus Christ. And on that island, you'll find Grimskull, former giant fortress. You'll know you're there because a peak is carved like a giant skull. That's where she lives now. Indeed. Is it like in a land of ice with like sparkly crystal animals? Seeing as one who's as touched as you are, I'm assuming you've seen it. Yep. Just once before. Alright, cool. So we get to this whale, we ring a bell, find the whale, ride the whale to this Isle of Solstice, climb this mountain to the castle of Grimskull, a fortress. We murder the Frost Maiden, and everything's good. It's like a real quest. I'd assume so. Forgive this one for being impudent, but um, oftentimes. Such deities do not only exist in a material realm, but oftentimes in their own realm or another realm, and they send their avatars. If we just kill the avatar of the Frost Maiden, she still exists, yes? I'm led to believe that she has expended much of her power actually hiding from the other gods of fury. I believe Talos, Malar, and Umberly 
were actively against her. Who is that? Talos? Talos the Destroyer. Malar the Beast Lord. And Umberly the Bitch Queen. <laughs> That's a cool name. Yeah, Umberly has always been my lady. Uh, kind of a goddess of the sea, to some degree. Interesting that she's uh, kind of on our side. Wait, Umberly's of the sea? And that's a fury? I would hardly say she's on your side. Yeah, that she is. As they are the gods of fury. Yeah. Well, she's, if she's against the Frost Maiden, she's on our side. They are evil and destructive deities. I would not say they're on your side by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, Wait, real quick. Well, you worship an evil deity? I never thought of her as evil. Uh, you know, occasionally you dump uh, like some stuff off the boat, you know, when you're traveling. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. She, she, I never knew she was evil, really. I thought it was more uh, neutral. This, the Frost Maiden is a god. We're supposed to fight a god now. Like I said, she's spending most of her power hiding from the other deities. Yeah, she got kicked out, I think. So now she doesn't count anymore. Oh, she's certainly still a deity. What the fuck? I know you'd have to defeat her in this form. Then you'd have to... I don't know... There has to be something to finish her off. Yeah. I imagine she would respawn with the next winter solstice. Hmm. Is that an item capable of vanquishing a god? A god killer. Yes. Like a big sword. God killer sword. Or a nice wand. Yeah. A bow and arrow. God killer. Well. The kingmaker. The deicider. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Bastard sword by the sounds of it. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Where can we find the Deicider? <laughs> you actively know of, I actively know of some members of the, um, Jesus Christ, I almost said Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> the Arcane Brotherhood are actively searching out such tomes. And I know. What they are searching for is Yithrin. And if you know anything about Yithrin, it is a fallen city of the Netherese. They're looking for like dusty books, right? Yes. I know for a fact that two of the things the Cosadil of White. That is a book that... It's basically her holy book. And I know you can find that in Grimskull. Without a doubt. Her followers, the frostbitten ones, they... They actively travel there and they... I believe they worship on this tome. The Book of White? The Cosadil of White. When she says Yithrin, does that ring a bell in my noggin? Hell yeah, it does. Because that was part of your city. Shit. <laughs> that uh, tower that's in the middle of the ice, the lost spire of the Netherrealm, that's part of the spire that fell off of mm, your city. Might need so to that's head one back spire. Oh, yeah. And they're looking for the literal city? The entire city. Which is legendarily still functioning. 
They're talking about us looking for that book of white, which is Akram School. Yes, I, the only one I've really come across, though, is uh, Everest. She's the most, again, present of... We know Everest. We know Zahn, too. Yes, I watched him burn from a distance. He's a, That's what we all met. a truly evil person. Yeah, he was. Um. Fuck. Well, will you travel with us then? Come with us to this. I don't know, are we still going for the tribes? If we can track the tiger tribe right now. We could. That'd be fun. I could finally kill my mother. Talk. We uh, have some things to do. Might need, uh, might need a good tracker. We definitely do. I will mm. happily guide you. Our aims will definitely eventually lead to the Frost Maiden. But we may need some time to get ready. And some things need to be checked off lists. Yes. Like killing moms and such. I understand. Matricide. Yeah, Deus. Yeah. The mom, mom of the tiger tribe? I'm, I'm not quite following, though. She's a spy of the Frostman. She's got to go. Yes. I don't really understand the matricide part, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. I don't need to push for further questions. We can tell her, can't we? She's my mother. Ah. That is very interesting. I'm going to put her dead in the ground where she belongs. Hmm. That is a fascinating tale. I'd like to hear it while we travel. Can do. We got all sorts of stories to tell you. <laughs> well, I'm more than willing to leave whenever you're ready. I'm Netherese. Oh, fuck. It's secret time. <laughs> I'm the king of the tower of all tribe. <laughs> that's, that's not a secret, Skid. Oh, sorry. Netherese is a big one. Have you had, from Ten Towns, a hamburger? Okay, we should go back to the Netherese part. <laughs> well, then you'd want to be looking for, um... Professor Scant. What are the odds that they speak and read Netherese, the Arcane Brotherhood? That, as far as this one knows, is a dead language. That is why I believe they also search for Professor Scant. Mm. Who knows Laros, your language. the history of the Netheril, vampirism and the trains of vampires. Um. Where is Professor Scant? That is a very good question. Hmm. Might you have an item that belonged to him at one point on you? <laughs> well, I never met him myself. Hmm. I was told that um, either Valan Harpal or Nas Latimer, they're both members of the Arcane Brotherhood. They were last seen with him. Who are those Brotherhood members? Valin Harpal and Nas Latimer. That's a cool name.
actually uh, professing that. Or well, where did he profess that? Oh, he's been everywhere. Neverwinter, Waterdeep. Um, he's doing some things in Ten Towns, I know. Waterdeep. Again, I've I've never really I've never met him, so I have no idea what he looks like or anything like that. But but people say that he's one of the only people who speaks Nefarese. Oh yes. But Grim, so do you? Mm-hmm. Yes, his knowledge is. Um... So we got one up on them. If they're looking for a guy who can do it, but we already got a guy who can do it. That's good. But also, you might have a target on your back. I know that... Um, You're the only ones who know that. <sighs> true. Let's hope. Yeah, it's true. Barry, you know this professor? Yeah, no, I don't think the name rings a bell, no. There's this guy, uh... What's his name? Uh, he, he kind of writes everything down. He hangs around the water deep. Uh, he, uh, he's kind of annoying, but he... I don't know. He's a water deep guy. I can't think of his name. Oh, okay. Sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, this person would only be really approached if um, he only has very extensive knowledge about these four subjects, is what I'm told. Alverquist, um, he knows how to brew that, and then he knows a lot of extensive knowledge about Teres. Um, it's this enormous, basically, world eater that I would not want to encounter, encounter it at all. World eater? Let's sick it on the frost, maybe. Uh, maybe you can transform into it. I don't think. I mean, this sounds too big. Oh. If I see it, though, I could give it a try. Alright, cool. Um, what's the plan? Uh... everything um we've got some personal matters to take care of take care of them I'm it's kind of scary now that the fight's kind of real there's a god a deity tiger tribe seems scary they'll know we're coming for her more easily oh to me tiger tribe seems like the thing to do that's not scary oh. I feel like the Mortals seem less intimidating than immortals. Yeah, right? <laughs> True. Uh, I'm afraid of gods. Yeah, but... Plus... Then I guess we flipped a question back on you then, Ricky. How, what's your plan to take on a tiger tribe? Uh-huh. That might be next on the dock. I've got some ideas. So we can track the tribe with Dock, and then uh, you come up with the plan on the way? Sounds good. Fuck. And then we can, you know, hopefully that mission goes successfully. Come back around, maybe handle this arcane brotherhood nonsense. Have Grim make sure they show us the city or whatever they found out. And maybe some kind of way to seal away oral for good. Or we could intimidate my mother before I murder that stupid bitch. You know, try to extract some secrets of oral out of her. Yeah. As long as we got the clearance and coverage away from all of her followers and acolytes, then yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Everybody sharpen your blades and get your spellbooks ready, I guess. We're going on a hunt. 
I got a fucking hunt. Should we bring the Goliaths with us? I don't know if they'd want to come. If they're going to come with us to get up to the... Mate, this frost maiden. Shouldn't we be all traveling ready to go? Or are we going to have to come back and pick everybody up? I don't know. Maybe we should talk to them in the morning. This will handle meeting or leaving. Well, you should come inside. There's only one place to sleep. There's one big room with all of us. That is fine. I'll stay with you. You can leave whenever you're ready. Hopefully tomorrow. A little sleepy. You guys want to finish up your rest? I'll keep an eye out. You should get some sleep. I don't sleep anymore, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Sleepy time. I'm going back to bed. All right, so you guys all head back to your tent. Mm -hmm. Lay down. Uh, you see her transform into just a regular polar bear kind of looking thing. And it's kind of curl up in the corner. Seems a little bit more comfy to sleep that way for her. That's kind of cool. And Skid is just chilling. Uh, doesn't need to sleep anymore. Yeah. Um, while he's just chilling, he'll look for like, just throughout the night, if there's any like a ground squirrel or like a chipmunk or a bird. Just looking for an animal. I don't know if he'll find one or not. He'll try to bait it with a piece of food. Yeah, you probably see a night bird flying by. Um, and I'll just cast Animal Messenger, which uh, lets a tiny beast go find somebody and give it a message. Okay. Over Ooh. as long as it happens in the course of 24 hours. And I'll just send a message to me. Just a little sweet thinking of you. We're out in the tundra. All right. You know, it's been so long. Miss you. Hope to see you soon. Hope everything is well. And I'll send it off. All right. And then continue my rest by not sleeping. <laughs> whistle that message in bird? No. <laughs> all right, you guys all get long rest. Awesome. And you all go to bed. Cool. Home experience. You guys all get 5,000 Ooh, that's a lot. So you guys all um, wake up in the morning, as usual. Uh, see what the weather is today. Uh, it's definitely <laughs> cold. It's warm. It is negative 84 degrees outside today. It's not good. So those without anti-cold things, you're going to have a bad time today. Wake up. Have some breakfast wine. I have breakfast wine. Warm up, everybody. Stax pulls out the breakfast wine in his little pouch of like fat. Gives everyone a little pour of breakfast wine. Good berries. Give one to the polar bear. All right. Would you like some breakfast wine? No, that's quite all right. 
I'm okay. Right, did you wait? Did you want to talk to the Goliaths, Drax, before we go? Does you want to see if they want to come hunt the uh, tiger tribe with us? I think it's a meeting for all of us. All right. Tell them where we're okay. next moves. Go, we'll uh, exit our tent and go to the center fire pit of town. All right. Hey, you see like the squads of people roaming around. Um, looks like the um, you know people are setting up training things for for the tribes as well. Kind of putting things together um, for trade agreements made the day before. They're kind of getting like the goods together to make the trade, etc. I think we just let them know where we're going. I don't. I can. I think full transparency. Right, right, but you don't want to like inv- invite them or anything. They're supposed to be coming with us to fight the Frost Maiden. Oh, we're not fighting the Frost Maiden right now. Depends on what Ricky's plans are. We should be asking him. True, true. Interesting. Let's gather everyone up and have a nice little chat. I want to see if the leaders of the tribes and they will um, get close to each other. Just gonna go run around and tell the tribe leaders. Hey, you might be taking off. You want to come? We gotta talk to you. And run away. Hey, you want to come over here? We're gonna we're gonna leave. You want to talk real quick? <clears throat> yeah. So Arnold Goat, uh, Gerund. Uh, holy shit. Uh, Gunvald and Yaminar talk. Is that all in there? Yeah, I think that's everyone there. We'll all join you. All right. So, I've got a plan. That plan currently consists of the Pathwalkers going to hunt down the Tiger Tribe. Probably, maybe, ruthlessly slaughtering all of them in the middle of the night. Anybody want to come with? Or you could, like, maybe send some of your best warriors with us. Increase the chances of uh, doing a full murder. You're planning on killing the tiger tribe? Yes. A secondary plan was to challenge Bjorn Hild to a duel and take over leadership by murdering her in cold blood during said duel. And we have no choice than to travel with you. Jern and I will come with personally. <laughs> you guys are fucking dead meat. The tribes are right together! Well, but then we seek Anna Juke. Close, close. Then you know, we've got some other business to take care of after that, but, you know. That's hey, fine. First order of business, finish off the Tiger tribe. I thought those oral... Warshippers wandering around our lands and taking our things. No. I'd be happy to be rid of all of them. Sounds good. On Ogolai, you want to? You are you in or you out? Well, we think. I think that our best way is to. Hope that one icebreaker over there. We'll find the wolf tribe for you. Well, all right. Sounds great. Um, and y'all talk. You're coming with us. Help us track them down. Of course. Awesome. And the, we're meeting the fish. Remember, taking the fish there. In yes, time, Thrax. That's the later part. Oh, 
Oh, all right. Big things to take care of before that. I figure we tell them where we're going, how we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Eventually, we're going to have to take a big fish to get somewhere. Oh, well, don't be surprised. But that's way down the road. Yeah, and kill a god. Right, well, I'm not here to kill gods. I'm here that's to. That's for us. I'm here to defang a tiger. <laughs> the elk, the bear, and the wolf take on the tribes. The tiger. He'll be the three heads of the tribes who have no choice but to listen to us. And the Goliaths will find the wolves for us that we take care of after that. That's the plan. I like this plan. Feels like we finally got a heading. Well, we'll make we'll make our groups ready, and we'll meet you at the north side of the t- of the camp. Where you going? You guys are. Pack light. Let's hunt some tiger. There <laughs> <laughs> they all nod. Um, they all give like a head bow to each other. All you guys, and they all split up their different ways. You hear them start like yelling orders to their like second command, etc. And you see people like kind of stop up and a couple huzzas come out from the crowd. And uh, yeah, you see them kind of. Some of the people are breaking down some tents, etc. Some people are getting su- supplies ready and weapons ready, etc. And they're preparing to move out with you guys. Do the same. Get the bag of holding out, get the crampons, get all the cold weather travel gear, get any of the extra layers that needs them. Burrell, do you need some more gear if you're not ready for the cold? Yeah, I could always use an extra hide or two, yeah, if you yeah, got anything. Some hide is an extra cloak, yeah, some thanks. skins. Appreciate it. It's actually getting kind of sweaty in my cup. Yeah. <laughs> throw, some, uh, throw some oil on your forehead, by the way. Thanks, thanks, yeah. thanks. Oh, right, right, my eye. Yeah. It does hurt tremendously. Yeah. It's looking kind of dry. I'll oil my face, tree, gold tattoo. That got some marble. How's it look, though? Oh, yeah, it looks great. Cool, cool. <laughs> Scabbing over and bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks rough. Fuck. All right. Maybe you give me that back, Skid. Uh, sure. Why do you want it? I'd just like to hold on to it. Hey, brother. I know. I understand. It's hard. It's weird. Here's the bag, brother. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm making you question things. It's all right. I'm supposed to protect you, you know. So I'll hold on to this. I trust you to protect me, of course. Get ready to go. Mm-hmm. Now, now one doing anything else? Are you meeting in the north of the mm, camp? Yeah. I don't yeah. think so. I think just meeting up. Yeah, so are the, the Goliaths are staying, but the tribes are coming? Yeah, Goliaths are, well, they're packing up to leave. Um, they're going to go look for the wolf tribe. Cool. And then to the north you have Gunvald, Jarend, uh, Yamanar talk, and like basically... Five, like, very elite warriors from each of their tribes with them. Sick. And it looks like almost like two handlers. And, uh, you know, like a large elk and a large polar bear. 
Sick. Excellent. So about 20 in the company? Joining yeah, us? I'd say so. Like 10. So 10, yeah, you guys. 15 plus 15, us. yeah. Sick. Yeah. Two you guys, soldiers, uh, two leaders, two animals. Yeah, they have, uh, you know, some of the, the handlers, basically one of them, they're both holding their standards for the elk and bear tribe. Griffin's flying with us. Oh, those are Goliaths. Nope. Goliaths oh. aren't coming with us. And then, uh, yeah, when our type will look at all of you. Well, are we ready to depart? I believe so. Good to go. Follow uh, your lead. Alright, you guys will head out into the tundra again. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Pull up the massive map here. So you can all see where we're at. Boop. Boop. So you guys are to the east of Ten Towns, just to give the listeners kind of a layout. They're basically due east of uh, Lake Denishir, along the river, where the river splits into three uh, different branches. Um, just northwest of the Cave of the Berserkers, just south of the Lost Spire of Netheril. And you guys are at the Bear Tribe camp there. Uh, the Elk Tribe, the Elk Tribe was to your northeast, at least that was the last place you guys heard of it, but they're actually now with you, so those are both basically combined in the same place. You guys head to the north, near, like basically in the same direction of the Lost Bar of the Thrill, as Yamanartok tells you that the northern wastes are kind of the Tiger Tribe's area, which is the northeast of Calvin's Cairn. So we're actually going to pass right by the our spy, you think? We sure are. You hear that book, book lovers? Yeah, uh, actually I was thinking about there could be some some more stones unturned in there, so yeah, maybe eventually. Is it worth finding this professor or protecting him? I don't think he's there, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how we're going to find him, but scant. I don't know. I just mentioned this fire because Beryl and Green have talked about it. Of course. So you guys begin your way to the north. Um, let's see here. This, tre- this trek is going to be fairly long. So you guys will be traveling for a couple days. Let's see here. Boo-boo. Get that little thing right there. So you guys will be going north. Um, you will go to the past the Lost Spires. So let's see here. So about so by the end of the day you'll be passing by the lost spire. By so the end of the day, so like yeah. tra- travel so could, days worth. Yeah, so you'd likely be able to camp near it. Yeah. In it. And then from there up to the north is about 15 20 miles to the tiger, where the tiger tribe was last seen. Or at least where you guys would start tracking. So 3 days total. Uh-huh. Since you are in such a fairly large contingency, most wildlife will not approach you, uh, etc. So uh, the, the likelihood of attacks, unless it's something really large and I roll for something massive, will probably not happen. Um, Get that white dragon. That's what I want. Just start swallowing you all, like the whale in uh, Futurama with the penguins. Smashes into the ground and tilts the whole ground up, and you all just slide right into his mouth. <laughs> so, you guys are heading north, and uh, yeah, at the end of the first day, you see 
the spire once again, raising up from the ground, the large ominous polished black stone. During our whole day's travel, Skid has heard that this Aramatok likes feats of strength. So he just thinks he's being helpful and he's just telling her all the stories that we've done. It started, there was this hag, and then there was this skeleton giant. And just filling her in on, on the travels of, uh, of our party. All right, yeah, so you're just filling her in on all that stuff. I don't know if she gets annoyed, but he just keeps going. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, uh, she's, she's like... She seems, went, she seems and actually... And we went to space, and then we went to this weird hell place, and we fought this joke demon, and then, um... Yep, 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 yep. Just keep it going. Yeah, so you guys are, um... You guys... De- she definitely wants to listen to all this. She spends most of her time walking alone, or just helping the occasional adventure, etc. So she likes she likes kind of, uh, absorbing... Like, kind of stories that she's... She she hears from the adventure she helps travel through the, the Icewind Dale. Is there anything else you guys want to like talk about? Do anything during the day? Is there anything you guys are trying to do? Anything to work on? Uh, how good are you at, at goat ball? You want to talk to you guys in that too? Yeah. Well, I am technically not allowed to play since I am a webbear. <laughs> I like doing other things. I like fighting. I'll give my gift to people who want it if they can prove themselves. Gift? Well, yes. I, you think I just normally look like this? Like there's a bear talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, does it involve holding rock or anything like that? Because I'm pretty good at that. I found out. No, it involves fighting with weapon and claw and fang. I'd like to do it just for fun. Oh, you'd like to fight? We're traveling, might as well, one of these nights. Oh, that'd be fine. I'd love to see your strength. Sure, sure. That would be great. Very well, then we'll figure out a night. Your pick is your opportunity to challenge me, Thrax Icebreaker. Anyone else doing anything? Are you wandering? I think at some point uh, Burrell would catch up to Ricky and walk next to him. Uh, yeah, I, how you doing? You've been kind of quiet. Oh, what's up, Perel? I'm sure a lot's going through your head, right? I've got a lot on my mind. Yeah, um, Just trying to put together what I'm going to say when we get there. Yeah. No, uh, you know, we got your back in every way, so if you need anything, just be open. Um, I, I also wanted to offer, um, you know, I've, I've helped everyone else with Arcanic, uh, Arcanic Ink. Um, you know, it might not hurt you getting extra resistance for this, uh, if you if you want, I'm just letting you know. One of these nights on the way, I could do something simple or or something on your face. I I appreciate the offer, Brill, but you know this is my money maker, and I don't really want to mess with that. I understand. Uh, I understand. It's all your work on Skid. It, it looks great. Been off of me. Understandable. Flash over to Skid's eye peeling. <laughs> it's good enough. 
Well, we got your back, brother. Sounds good. So what do you think about this one? When I stab her through the heart, I'll say, stay frosty, bitch. Is that okay? Too much? Is it too heavy? What do you think, Beryl? I think that's pretty good. I'm just, it's just working on some more things to say, you know? Yeah. I want to, really want to give it to her good. Let her know how much I hate her. Oh, there's something about a, a tiger or a tooth or something? I guess, yes, I'll, I'll work, think about it. I'll work in some kind of tiger pun. Yeah. Well, thank you. Appreciate the talk. Yeah, always, brother. Grim, I think that's the spire up there. Do you want to camp outside, inside of there? Burrell? You guys want to go in there or no? Only if we have time. We gotta make camp. I figured we could camp in there. You guys can look around if you want. If everyone else agrees. Yeah. I'm down to camp inside. I can't remember. There wasn't a door. Didn't we have to get in a weird way? Yeah. I forget. Oh, yeah. We had to go down some kind of chute or some shit like that. Exactly. We'll go find the chute and we'll um, set up some tents outside of the chute. Wasn't, so that, wasn't there a basilisk in there, though, too? <laughs> yeah, it's a couple floors down. <laughs> yeah. We kind of bypassed that when I charmed the shit out of it. Okay. Told it so to go clo- stand in the corner. We closed the hole on the way back up. All right. Sure. Maybe we should murder it this time. Kind of take care of it for good. I could try to charm it again. No guarantee it'll work, though. Sounds risky. Uh, I do like the idea of a uh, traveler and I poking around, though, just seeing if we can find anything. Well, we're here, you know. If I'm thinking back about what we saw in the Spire DM, um, I guess, like, we could read all the books there and stuff, right? Like, Yeah, you, you have most of the books that were still legible. Right. Um, last time we were here, you didn't speak Netherese. Right, I know. Also but- true. But I, now I'm, I'm just looking back and thinking, would it be worth our time and a risk? If we're tracking a tribe, I would hate to waste any time or put any other burden on the rest of the party. So I'm just asking if I can think back in my punch bowl and see uh, see if there might be anything like worth checking out in there mm-hmm. that kind of like triggers my memory a little bit. Something earmarked? Yeah, it's like, oh, that could be something yeah. either about... Um, memory you can now see the writing translated or something. I don't know if memory works like that for the pilgrim, but um, I guess I'm thinking more like rooms that would be like, oh, this would be a library that we couldn't understand previously, or this would be like that kind of stuff. Not necessarily remembering mm-hmm. lines from books, but let's see. I would say that. Um. Uh, Let's see. Well, here you can have this first. Well, I'm looking through this. If you, want, you have another page in your book, it appears. Here's a page about. Oh yeah, I'm an art talk. Drizzt. Written by Drizzt. Yeah. Dude got around. Yes, there would probably be like you guys didn't spend a ton of time in the place. Um. Especially in the area with the basilisk. I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you guys kind of, like, got in there and got out within the hour. You guys did not spend any time searching that area. That floor, really. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Yamanartuk, you ever fought a basilisk before? I have not. Would you like to? That's a good story. 
Um, certainly, I guess. Gumboat, you're always up for a good fight, right? Darren, I haven't seen what you do. It's gonna be a warm up. We could get, we could get warmed up. <laughs> Read some books, kill some fucking lizards. I don't mind killing lizards. It's turning into a great trip. Cut out its eyes. Aren't those the ones that turn you to stone? Indeed. Well, I don't know. All right. I mean. Yeah. Yes, they are. Oh, well, it's big too. I was thinking for the watches, but yeah, just to get rid of them. Yeah, I think I've seen one. Six legs, big. Yes, that's the one. Turns uh, things to stone for sure. There's a really pissed off one in this tower. It's upside down tower. Traveler, if uh, someone does uh, get petrified, could you do anything about that? Mm, petrification's a curious uh, case. This one can try, but maybe the okay. uh, way to cure such an ailment is arcane in the literal sense of the word. Mm. All right. But either way, we'll start uh, setting up camp outside of the chute that sends you in there. Because we got so many people, and we can make a decision if we want to go in. But we'll just set up camp near mm. the base of the spire. Mm-hmm. There you guys going inside it? We are deciding that now. <laughs> Our camp is set up. I said we hunt some basilisk. We're already, we're already here. Yeah. And we kill the basilisk, look on some notes. Yeah, may as well get two birds stomping notes. Sure, let's do it. So Before the side. end of the night, yeah, we'll decide to go in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Whoever wants to come can join. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. invite anybody. I mean, yeah, it's fucking freezing outside. Everyone's going to take the opportunity to go inside. Hopefully they uh, don't so they all our, uh, thin our numbers at all. They'll kind of pop into the, um, the irregular shaped hole that uh, you guys slid down the first time. So you guys all slide into that first room. Once again, is the upside down entrance where the t- slippery tunnel opens up into an upside down room. The contents of which are coated in frost. Across from the tunnel is a wooden door that's flush to the ceiling, which used to be the floor. The door is ajar. And flanking it are two identical stone statues that hang down like stalactites. Across from the statues are sconces with upside down flames burning in them. Cool. Grim kind of turns his head upside down to see if he recognizes the statues at all. Oh, yeah. Roll a history check there. Sick. Uh, I rolled a 14, which makes it a history of 15. All right. So that is... You do know him. Let's see here. What was this guy's name? Oh, I guess he doesn't have a name, so his name will be... Um, Bolg. Solg. Folg. You no, know, I'm not that bad at it anymore. Gore. Yeah. Klazar. Bonko. Klazar? Cool. Klazar. The wizard. He is a wizard. And uh, you remember that you remember the words that echoed when you saw his uh, illusory figure appear when you walked in that one room where you, Barry became mm-hmm. Burrell. And you kind of like thinking back to it, you kind of remember saying, 
Behold my masterpiece. Here can illusions be made real. Shadows become substance. Create your illusion. Let it stand atop the crystal disc and watch my rune chamber do its work. That's kind of like reminds you of basically your buddies being like, come on, try my potions. They could do crazy yeah. things. You know, it's like it's kind of like them. Everyone hawking these psycho fucking built things they're building. It's a um. society of mad scientists. Let's be <laughs> honest. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'll keep that myself. I don't think that really helps anyone. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you guys, uh, you guys pop in there, and you guys are <coughs> free to you guys set up camp, etc. So mm -hmm. I'd say it's probably like you know getting into the night, but not too late. Probably like nine p.m. All right. All right. Like I said, he was really pissed last time, so. Careful. It can turn you to stone, right? That was confirmed. Yeah, is that when it hits you with its claws or it, what? It, it looks at you? How does it do that? Beryl, do you know? Did you read anything about these? No, I don't remember. I do remember it turns you to stone. I don't. I forget how. Maybe it shoots something out of its mouth? Yeah. I'm not sure. I hope it doesn't spit on us. Scared. Could you perhaps clout its eyes in some sort of bird form? We'll peck them out. Yes. Mm. It's hard to know things that does the damage. I could go. I could get up close and personal, peck its eyeballs. I, I don't know what it is, but I just turn to a little stone pigeon. Yeah, I could do it. <laughs> I'm not afraid. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, I got an idea. To think about it, but yeah. Um, otherwise, just be careful, everyone. I guess. Start leading people down that direction. Oh, mm -hmm. no. Yeah, you guys are going to hunt the basilisk. No. Yeah. <laughs> Slash information. You know. All right, so you guys are. Uh... <laughs> All right, so you guys are uh, basically heading that way. You guys are going uh, down into the next rooms. So, so we got the uh, you guys go through the upside down corridor to the upside down uh, library where there's that tunnel that goes downwards. And you guys once again are gonna have to climb down using a rope, etc. I'm sure you're just doing the same thing you guys did last time. Yes. Did Gunvald and Jaren bring their retinue of warriors? Nope, just them. Just them. So, Yadamar talk, Gunvald, Jaren, and us. That's correct. Sick. We're getting pretty close, right? It was down here. It's down one more level. Yeah, this looks familiar. Then we gotta take that like bookshelf off the ground, and then we'll be there. I can't believe you went down to Soto last time. I didn't know it could turn you to stone. I didn't know what the fuck was down here either. Yeah, you make your way to what looks like the upside down laboratory. Uh, it had the two metal cages in it. Was cages human sized or humanoid sized? Just curious how yes. abject our experimentation got. <laughs> well, inside of one of them is the carpus of an insect like person. Oh, okay, yeah, it's probably kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fly. Do you have to light a torch in here? Well, actually, uh, magical Pilgrim. sconces. 
<laughs> Do a, a nature or history check, whichever we only want here. You know this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a five. A five. No. Yeah, you, you, you've known of, you know that. Yeah, there's there was experimentation on something, on creatures that were not your people. <laughs> Basically, people that aren't you. I assume the worst of my kind. <laughs> it is a fair thing to assume. Uh, so you guys head down to the third level. The level here to do is the another laboratory that's got the uh, that used to be the wizard's laboratory. Uh, the five foot passageways on either side. Um, this is where uh, you met uh, Design Simulacrum. What did you guys name him? Derek. Derek. <laughs> yeah. So Derek and Quintas uh, is where this is where you met them. <laughs> Uh, they popped out. I wonder how he's doing. I know, right? This is also where you found that amulet that you guys have never even ex- examined, really. <laughs> the one that goes to the construct? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Let's see here. You found some of the books there. Uh, this is also where you got the blue liquid in the next room over, which was an upside-down shrine. Mm-hmm. This is... Uh, Pilgrim's Buddy's old workplace. And then you know that it goes down, and what you guys put bookshelves on top. And that went down into an upside down refractory, which had tableware, shattered plates, broken chairs, and tables. And then there is. Are the, buck, are the bookshelves sorry, still over legged. that? Are the bookshelves still over the hole? Sure are. That's a good sign. Yes. There's like eight legged beast down there. Yeah, but I'm saying um, it didn't get out, so we know where it's at. That's correct. In case you guys forgot what these guys look like, or what you remember it looking like, I'll show you a picture now. Boop. Well. <laughs> it's got eight legs. It looks like it's made of stone, oh glowing blue eyes, lots of teeth, and sharp um, basically <laughs> horns and points sticking out of its entire back, going down its tail. How long is it? It's fucking long. It's long enough to have four pairs of legs. <laughs> right, but... And a tail. So let's see. Uh, I'll tell you right now. It is a large monstrosity. It's like 15 feet long? Yeah. It's a big boy. Pretty fucking big. Pretty chunky, too. But we're down in the room with it? No, that's under the bookcases. Okay. All right. Plan, anybody? Remove the bookcases, and it'll be murdered. Okay. Put something on its eyes or its head. I can fuck with its eyes as a, as a bird. Or that. I don't know how much that'll help us if you'd rather have me trying to do damage as a mammoth. The moment we're ready to go, this one will bless all of you. Cool. Traveler, are we going to be on the lookout for, you know, tomes and... Not right now, like Burrell. That. No? When danger has passed, then yes. All right. All right, so uh, you guys all pair yourselves around this, basically, bookshelf. Um, uh, holy shit. I'm smashing names together now. Uh, Gundren. 
right? That's his name. Gundren Gun Rockseeker. Gun Gun yeah. Gunball Gun 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 Yeah, Jesus Christ. Gunball. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Gunball Gun pulls out his battle axe as typical. Um, you see, uh, King Jaren. He pulls out a long sword and a shield. And the shield itself has like antlers coming off it, and it mimics a uh, basically a deer skull. Um, you see, we have an Artok. She just turns into basically a werebear, uh, half werebear, half person. And um, yeah, you guys all prepare yourselves as well. Second, we move the bookshelf. I'll uh, cast bless at fourth level, which means I can't hit. Um, let's see, I can't. I won't be able to hit two people because um, there's five of us, correct? And then there's three of them, mm-hmm. so that's eight. So I won't be able to hit one person. Uh, so I'll, I'll leave myself out of it and bless everybody else. All right. D4 saves and attack rolls. Yeah, so you can add D4 to, for the next minute. Uh, saving throws and attack rolls. Ooh. Did you draw this some of the paths on us? Yeah. Right, you guys move the bookshelves. You're just jumping in. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. All right, well, we'll all roll for initiative. Oh, man. As you know, you guys moving things around, it's going to definitely know you're coming, so there would not be a surprise. It's bad time. It's bad time. Let's go away. It's bad time. Hey there, fans of Rare Ed Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Access to the Wayrat Discord, talk with other listeners and the Wayrat crew, post funny pictures, watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at WayratStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. I'll happily jump into this hole, ready to fight a basilisk. Ricky Steele, uh, ironically leading the way, and ironically, you also have the highest, uh, highest initiative. So I'll move you guys into the air now. Boop. You guys are down on level four in the bottom right of the map, and you jump down in the corner room. Is your old friend the basilisk? At the start of your turn, however, you must make a save because you're within eyesight of it. What kind of save? That save is going to be a constitution save. All right. Only rookie. I got up to 19. 19. You pass. Oof. So you are not immediately turning to stone. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fuck. Starting right. All right. Same. Take this, you horny bastard, and I'll cast, uh, say, uh, penetrate my bonus action and my sword flies out and attempts to attack it. Alright. Me doth think the pot call the kettle black. That was a 17 plus 1 plus 5. That will hit. How much damage does that do? That will deal 12 piercing damage as my sword finally penetrates something. Don't you clap, TJ. <laughs> don't, you, don't you fucking clap. Did you run up to it? Uh, now I'm going to, uh, as that happens, I'm going to move over here 
and I'm just going to start muttering underneath my breath as I cast this on and it whispers at it. Over here is uh, to the north of the room. Just kind of popped down, shoot my, shot my sword out, took a step to the left and cast this on and it whispers, which is a save. And uh, what is the save I need to make? Is <laughs> wisdom. Wisdom. Pretty high, pretty not high wisdom for these creatures as they're basically s- lizards. Is as a 14. That will fail. You will take 10 psychic damage and immediately use your reaction to run away from me, which I guess would probably into the turns, corner. Yeah, it's, it's already in the corner. It just, turns, so it just turns around in the corner. And that, that's it for me. All right. All right, so now it is Thrax saving throw con, baby. Seventeen. Seventeen passes. Sweet. Then Strax jumps in there, sees the Ricky's rapier thing fly into it, and then yell, and it starts moving. Thrax runs up from behind it, and I'll try. How high is this thing off the ground? Like um, let's say it's probably on you. It's probably up to your like stomach. Okay. I'd imagine. It's more long than tall. Thrax will run up along its side. We'll take he'll take out his greatsword and pull off he'll try to like pull off his cloak and see if he can just stab the cloak into its uh, the top of its head. Alright. So you're gonna slap stab the cloak into yeah. the top of its head. With my greatsword. I'll pull off the greatsword he's like just trying to jam it into it. Okay. I'll allow that. Okay. I'll roll the hit. Okay. A natural 17 plus 11. Alright, that'll hit. And then do a... Let's do a... Athletics check. Let's do a strength check to see if you can plow it into this thing's thick carpus. Twenty. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. You jam this thing into its head, so it is. You stab your greatsword into its head, and there's a cloak attached to it. Yes. Uh, I'll take that as my two attacks, I guess. I think if you pulled the sword out, it's not going to no, be no, there no, on me. Pull my sword out. Yeah. But then I'll pull out the, the magic item. I right, okay, I can't. I got. I can pull my cloak out as my item interaction. Yeah. 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 So you pull out your weapon. So for the next thing, I'll just get my dusk crusher out. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. And what was the damage on that? Uh, the damage. Yeah, <laughs> definitely still doing damage. That's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be sixteen. Sixteen. As I, my cloak is now off. All right. It is. Uh, it's now the basilisk turn. So. See what can I do here? I suppose it'll try and get the thing. What's your strength score? It is a twenty. A twenty? All right, so I'll probably I will try and use that. So I have to be a twenty to get it out of its head. <laughs> Can you just rip the cloak off? Stubby little. Arms. It's a little freaky. It's huh? got a big ass mouth. Yeah, because I'm shooting at it. 
rather than take the sword out. I'll make a save. Strain score is quite out of control, so I'm not too worried. That is a 24. So Drop rip the decks. cloak and sword out of its forehead. Fling against the wasted wall. its turn though. It's still a good turn on your part. You did and damage so and now it is back to being normal. King Jaren is up. Let's see if he fails. Come on, baby. No. That is a fail. Ooh. So he starts to become petrified. What so does he that mean? Stuck in place. You see him just kind of stuck in place. Is he still flesh? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker's gonna make my work cut out for me. King Gunvald's up. No, no. <laughs> King Gunvald, he will pass. Right. So he will go up and attack this thing. Do, do, do. And he will hit. Where is he swinging? He's Gunvald. swinging a large battle axe. The same battle axe that he fought Skid with. And so he will go and attack, and he will use his three attacks. He hits twice. He does 24 damage to it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Next up, Skid. Can't save and throw. Ooh, nat 19 plus three. Plus that my will pass, I'm monster. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Uh, Skittle uses bonus action and touches his hand to his heart and casts Guardian of Nature on himself. You can either choose Primal Beast or Giant Tree. Um, great Tree, and I'll choose that. So I get 10, 10 hit points. Con saves at advantage. Dex and Wisdom based attack rolls with advantage. And while on the ground, within 15 feet of me, uh, enemies have difficult terrain. Okay. So I kind of get like bark-like skin, and I'd like to think that my tattoo that's gold on my eye kind of glows a little bit. And, um, yeah, that'd be sweet. And then <laughs> run forward and and jump attack. And as he as he does, he summons his ice blade. Uh, yeah, and so fucking you, you Thrax and Gunvald have this thing in the corner. Yeah, um, advantage because a tree. Another nineteen nat nineteen plus some stuff to hit. Since it's cold damage, it's times two um, for melee attacks. 22 damage. 22 damage. With uh, Ice Blade. Conjured Ice Blade. That was my bonus action for the spell. Attack action. And I'll just hang out with them and pass turn. Alrighty. So now you are up there. Yes. Ah, uh, shit. Yama. We got an Artok's turn. Let's see if she passes. Oh. She passes. Yes. Uh, Skid, are you still small? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Then she'll Tiny little tree man. She'll <laughs> be able to share space with you, so she'll come into your space and claw and bite this thing. Just towering over you. As she does, I remember how small I am, and I deal an extra four damage of oh, yeah. the small. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not talking with claw and bite this. She hits with both. So she does 17 damage. Pilgrim, you're up. All right. Uh, we'll save. Face the wall. <laughs> if I don't look at it? Nope, doesn't matter. You're oh. in its eyesight. Uh, 
Uh, I got a five. No! You start to turn to stone. Oh, no. Fuck. Fuck. What the fuck is that? Worst person. Barrel. Oh, God. Uh, Barrel turns to Ricky and starts seeing uh, two people turning to stone. And This might have been a bad idea. Yeah, this might have been a bad idea. Critical 20. <sighs> Plus two. Um... Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think Burrell is just gonna head south and uh, kind of go directly uh, north of uh, the Pilgrim, and uh, he's just kind of eyeing him as he sees uh, some of his flesh starting to like, you know, change form and look at him. And Mister, what can I do for you, buddy? He doesn't say anything. You can. You're starting to turn to stone. Yeah, I think. Kill you're not, it. I, I think you're not. <laughs> Kill it. Help them kill it. That was the plan. I'm trying to have some empathy Can't for talk it. that much. Too, talking too much. You're in the middle <laughs> yeah, of combat. Dude. Can't talk that much. Cool. I will, I will fire a, a witch bolt at it then. All right. That is a fail. I think. Uh, that is only a... Uh, probably good. Uh, 21. Why would you say it's probably yeah, a fail? Why? That definitely hits. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I forgot my mouth. Nothing modif- in the game has an AC of twenty-one. <laughs> I thought my yeah. Okay. Good hit. That is not high though. That is ten. Ten lightning damage. Ten lightning damage. All right. We can steal. You're up. Can't save. Can't save again. Let's go, baby. That one is a fail. What is it? It's like a five. It's yeah, you said like turn the stone. Cool. Can I move? Nope. Can turn it over. Oh, what? baby. Drax, <laughs> you're up. Con save. Uh, 27. You pass. Thrax sees everyone freezing. Uh, he's holding on to this rod. And he just sort of looks at it. Thinks of... Uh, light and the universe and also a big I guess radiant warhammer shoots out of this thing yep and then he will just go for a like an underhand whap right into the face of this thing okay and I'm minus five to this great weapon weapon. come on bud that's gonna be close to 11 15, 19 to hit. 19? 19 hits. And uh, you gain proficiency with a 94 roll on a D100. You now get plus one, plus one to Warhammer proficiency. Uh, DM, am uh-huh. I still concentrating? Yes, you are still concentrating. You just cannot move. Okay. So you all still have Bless. This thing is not undead, is it? It is not undead. Okay. Uh, and I believe it is, I think, 15 radiant damage. 15? Yeah, instead of bludgeoning, it takes radiant damage from this. Uh, and I'll take a second and we'll whap at it. And you I'll, got it. I'll mark it with the first attack as well. Uh, that's going to be a hit. It's like 24, 25. 24, 25, that'll hit, yeah. Nineteen 
And also I had to add 10 to the last damage, so make it 29 damage. 29 to describe your kill on this Oh! I, the head just goes smack into the wall with blood everywhere. So Thrash swings with all of his might into this thing after he sees his teammates not even moving. He runs up, lights this thing up. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, you smashed this uh, bastard's head into the side of the wall. Instantly turn around and run to Grim and Ricky and see what they look like as the process is continuing. Grim, Ricky, and Gunball, uh, Jaren, Jaren. Oh, Jaren. Everyone roll a con save. Oh fuck, dude, use real dice. Don't fucking dig. No, 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 no. Eight, I think. Yeah. 17. Grim! Grim! Oh, man. So, all right, so you guys aren't turned completely to stone, but you realize that you are restrained in some way. You can't move. Except for Rick Steele. Rick Steele is able to move again, but Jarend and Pilgrim are stuck in place. You imagine that the Bastus does this to hunt, to keep things partially alive, to eat, where they cannot move and be eaten. Makes sense. Grim? Look, I'm all better. Morel, can you fix him? Grim, can you talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one just can't move. It's not so bad. <laughs> I'll try to patch you up in a jiff. All right. Uh, think, Ricky. Morel, you got any ideas how to fix him up? Yeah, no, I don't got any. Let's see. Okay, to to All right, you got any vials in that magic bag? Thanks, uh, got it. Yeah, we got yeah. some. Yeah. We got the Remora's blood. We got uh, Thrim. While they're looking through that, can I cast Remove Curse on myself? Mm-hmm. What remove, remove Curse does not work. Where? All right. Does his body, do his legs look like they're stone? No. They, no, he's, he used it to eat us. Yeah. He so like, so, so, like, if uh, is, yeah. you you guys can, I mean, kind of fathom that, like, a second turn of it looking at you would turn him completely to stone. However, this is basically the way it catches prey and then eats them so that they are restrained and unable to move. Maybe it'll just take some time. Yeah, right. Well, You're wear off. You go take a couple of vials in there. So we take these vials and head over to the basilisk and we'll examine its crushed-in skull, open its mouth a little bit. I'll dig out and just think to myself out loud, well, if I got to eat stone shit, then I could probably have to turn it back to digestible matter somehow. Nothing can survive off stone. I'll try to extract some of the saliva of the basilisk. Yeah, okay. I'll just be looking around the room, seeing if there's anything cool. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. Well, you look for that, uh, threats. Should we take one of his eyes and perhaps ask him who watches to help help? Um, uh, let's let let's let Ricky look, look for the vials first. First, right, just rooting around, slowly spooning in whatever saliva I can into a couple, two, three vials. So it's swirling it like some kind of scientist, looking at it like I know what the fuck I'm doing. Maybe ask uh, the Winter Walker. How many are talking? You got any bright ideas? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Um. Well, they're not. Doesn't seem like they're going to turn to stone anytime soon. Yes, we could probably just move them kind of stuck here. Um, I have to imagine something like a venom. 
Yes. Have you ever been bitten by a snake of sorts or anything like that? So you think I could suck it out of him? I wouldn't, well... There's no wound! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where would you suck him? Well, you know, I don't know. We, just, we could find out. And never mind. I'm not really uh, sure how these sort of things are even transmitted through eyesight. Um, it's kind of a... Or even their, their specific eyesight. My bright idea was to maybe think, thinking it through, that if it hunts like this, it's got to eat stone. Stone's indigestible, so I was thinking maybe the saliva or some kind of acid in its stomach can turn them back to normal. That sounds that's plausible, reasonable. It's a big brain idea. It's a magic world out here. You're not wrong. So Grim's got to take some of the saliva through, like, a blood, like, like he was bit. I don't know. Maybe we can try rubbing it on his legs and then see if that works. If I'm listening to this, can I run this through my medicinal history as a life Of course player? you can. Uh, it's a 28 for medicine. Yeah, drool. Like, that's that probably wouldn't work. Yeah, you'd probably... You'd think about that, you'd be like... Going from anything in terms of animals and how things are transmitted through people, that the one thing that transmits this fucking thing to you was its eyes, and that's probably way more likely of a scenario in terms of medicine, of making, uh, I guess, an anti-venom for this sort of thing. I'll relay that information to them. He's scared to look at Thrax. Guess we do have to take its eyeball out. All right. Climb up there. And I'll begin wondering who is going to make an anti-venom. This kid's gonna climb up its face, and the whole time he's like climbing while looking at the ceiling. Get it Do you see that it's glowing? The, the, how its eyes were glowing blue in a way, not like yours or Sephix, kind of not yours, but Sephix. But that that glow has faded, and this thing is dead. Still looking up at the ceiling, scared of it. I'll pull his dagger out and melon ball one of the eyeballs out, trying to do it carefully and slowly with his eyes like squinting. Still afraid. Yeah, it pops out, and uh, you know, if you get a kind of a glimpse of it, it kind of looks more uh, rather than glowy or anything. It looks more like just a like almost dragon eye or lizard eye. You know, a long narrow slit with a yellowish uh, outside of the pupil. I'll slide back down and look at Thrax, and um, and then look at Ricky. You need this. I think so. That's what Grim said. So maybe. Try to mix this. Grim, do you know how to make anti-venoms and shit like that? I have no idea. Okay. Um, well, I'm asking DM. Yep. Uh, you think that you could probably... Uh, well, you... Hmm. Okay. So I'd say, you know, using the eye and somewhere in its gullet, you can probably make an oil. And that uh, if you guys could figure out how to turn on a certain machine that's near you, that that machine could probably do it to, for itself for you. Even if none of you know how to, say, do alchemy. It's like a Keurig. Oh, like a machine I've seen, like, my buds use? Yep. Yeah, I guess I'll give all that information to Ricky. All right. Yeah, one of you take out some parts of its gullet. Oh, I'll yes. flat it. If you, uh, yeah, uh... Yeah, I'll try to help you hold it open. Yeah. What hack and slash? Drax will go and get his cloak as well. i put that back on. Yeah, you, you hear Gunball just ripping on Jaren, who's just standing there angrily. 
stuck in place. It could happen to any of us. Hey, <laughs> Dax, get that bit too. That little hangy thing. Hack <clears throat> that other bit by the tooth. Yes, here. The yellow part. All right, now we're going to go to this other room. We're going to bring it over to this weird machine. And I'm going to get to work. All right, here you go. Do you want us to go fetch any books or anything? Should we move these guys anywhere? I think they're kind of fine as is, but if you want to like play a little drill, cabinet, wait, wait, let's go get no, let's go get Grim, and then we can carry him over so he can watch what Ricky does. Because maybe Grim's weird fucking brain fog memories will click in. Good idea. Drax will go try to pick up the pilgrim. Yep, you Grim, pick him up and it's like he's really a board. You promise. Pick him up and he's like it's he's just in the same pose that he was in, and you just lift him up over your head and. <laughs> Uh, you guys go up to the next floor to where the machine is. Dax will come with Ricky holding the pilgrim if he can to help do this. Remember we had to like step over the large ceiling? Yeah, so you guys are going into the room they just put Ricky into, which is on the third floor to the left. That is a semicircular room with an eight-pointed star that is carved in the eastern face of this what looks like an altar. And, uh, you know that they were, a lot of the people of the Netherese, at least, uh, Pilgrim knows this, that, uh, it's a, it's a symbol of Mistral. All right. The goddess magic that killed herself to stop the world from ending. I'm going to try casting Lesser Restoration on myself. Lesser Restoration? Oh, yeah, then you start squirming around on top of him. There we go. <laughs> This one forgot about that one. <laughs> Go over casting on a uh, gunball. <laughs> Jaren. Jaren. Yeah, you could sense that uh, with your magic ability, less restoration works on the half petrification, and greater restoration would probably be required to turn anyone back from stone. No, you did it. What? What happened? Uh, looking at that statue of you know deities and gods, this one just remembered there are different paths and different. Cures to different ailments. Good Shall job. we? Good job, yeah. yeah. What's um, up, team? I'm back. I've made an antidote. <laughs> no, he fixed it. <laughs> no. Does anybody want to drink it anyways? Uh, maybe they should all just take a sip just in case. No, I don't think that would be smart, but maybe save it for later. All right. Should we get any of these things? Are you using up? the machine? Yes. Yeah. Alright, you've never used this machine before. So roll a d100. You're going to warp us forward in time. Oh, yes. oh God. It's just, oh no. The 77. Double 77. That's an extra turn. Here. Okay. Hey, you make something. Okay. What color is it? It's brown. <laughs> I've got an antidote. Yeah. <laughs> Drax, put it in the bag. Yeah. We might need it later. Uh, it's poo brown colored. So we put a little label on this so we remember it's for the anti-venom of this thing? Question mark. <laughs> sure, Thrax, write that on there. Uh, Burrell? Yeah? Could you, could you do that for me? Yeah, no problem. I'll start looking around the uh, room for stuff and things. While he does that, Skid will take, you know, many remaining vials and start collecting saliva, eyeball mucus, blood horns, teeth from this like insane beast. The teeth and horns for gifts for the other king tribes and such and such. Alright. While Grim's looking for books and useful things. 
Okay, you guys are back down the fourth floor looking for looking for goodies. Alright, so you guys go back down to the basement and you're digging around searching for things. Is that alright? Yep. Uh, you guys go back down to the room that you recognize. Where you just killed the basilisk, the, obviously the body's still there, etc, etc. Um, and then you are also in the area where it had the rune chamber where Burrell became a real boy. And so did Derek. Um, there, there was also a bedchamber that you guys basically moved quickly past. In the bedchamber, you guys find what looks like a crumbling skeleton of a Nethery's wizard. They're one of your friends. This one does not know from just a skeleton, but it's possible this one knew him at one point. Um, at the north wall, there is a large mirror, pretty elegant. And you do find a chest. Check out the mirror and open up the chest. Uh, the mirror itself looks like it'll be taken off the wall. And the chest is just kind of tucked under the edge of the bed. The chest is locked. I'll take the mirror off the wall. All right. You pop the mirror off the wall. Um, it's very light. And it is made of some sort of metal or glass that you are not familiar with. Well, I guess you are a little bit familiar with. But this is old technology. The metal itself is not really used in production today. And neither is the alloy used to make the mirror. I guess I'll kick the chest over to Ricky. It's, it's, it's locked. I don't have a key. You want me to try to open it? This one was hoping you might have a way. Uh, open up chest. Nope, not working. Baril, can you open this up? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Skid has a means of that. I can't, though. Skid, can you open his chest up? I'm He's, like, getting blood out of the ribs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me one second. Right over here. Rubs the guts off him, runs over, and he'll attempt to pick the lock. Alrighty. Bless is not for checks. Okay. Um, well, bless is done for yeah, a minute. I uh, rolled a nat 18 plus my dex, not proficiency in thieves tools. 21? 21? 21 to open. Yeah, you pop that bitch open. There you go. That's just enough. And run back to the basilisk and start pulling off horns. Yeah. Just busy uh, getting as much of that off while they're investigating. We'll check out what's in there. Inside is a, basically, like it looks like a scroll, not magical, and also what looks like a banner that's rolled up. Cool. Check those things out. Pop open the banner. The banner is, you have an immediate flashback. Uh, this, these are the banners that hung outside, like, everywhere. This was your, your floating city's symbol. Ooh. You want to describe what that symbol looks like, Joel? Oh, snap. Um, shit, I guess it's going to be, um, sort of a very open book with, like, a hand going across the book as if you're, like, 
voraciously reading, and then just like a sort of like a magic burst coming from it. Oh yeah, and is we'll say it's blue and gold, blue with gold outline, and uh, yeah, this was the standard that held was all over your city as it floated throughout the world. Um, and you do sense magic coming off of this thing too, off the banner itself, off the banner itself. Okay, and I'll uh, uh, check out that scroll. All right, you pop it open. Um, you see the signature at the bottom. It was written by Wigfried. Wigfried. You knew him. He was a uh, you know just another another guy, the, another one of them. You know, uh, not necessarily a coworker, but another a neighbor, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, the scroll itself says, it's basically a lot of nonsense. Like, in my attempts to imbue threads with uh, magical properties, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, shows a bunch of little schematics, whatnot, uh, technical gib- like gibber, gibberish, that uh, some of it makes zero sense, some of it seems preposterous. But he says that um, as, as, uh, as our city floats, so shall this flag fly, and it kind of gives the kind of description of what this standard can do. And unf- when you unfurl it, you can furl it or unfurl it, it costs an action. Um, you are able to do, as a bonus action, you can invoke the power after you unfurl it. You do this once per day. Uh, any ranged attack roll that targets you or an ally of yours has disadvantage if the target's within 20 feet of the banner. Lasts for a minute. And also breaks fear when it unfurls. Cool. Still rooting around, you guys trying to find more shit. Does Burrell sense any other magical arcane anything in this room? Uh, not in the room. And you can sense it coming from the room that you got transformed from a turtle, mm-hmm. and you can sense it upstairs in the potion making room. Cool. Were there more uh, like? Stacks of books in this basilisk room that we kind of breezed through before was the outside of this bed chamber. That, that um, for the most part, every book that you guys found and brought with you is the ones that were legible. Okay. And uh, does uh, Derek basically went through basically everywhere to try and find all the books, and that's where you got most of them from. But yeah, book wise, no, but no, no Netherreal, no Netherese books now that would uh, be legible to, to Grim. Yeah, I mean, he'd find things that are just like little bits and pieces, but nothing, nothing significant. When I got out of that, uh, I got out of that gunk out of the monster. Did you guys find anything good? And then that chest you opened up. There's a magical banner. Is it what? 
It's a magical banner. Like I stand it. Banner. Oh, cool, cool. We used to lose those for like war cries and stuff. Yeah, moving around, we'd hold them up too. Yeah. Um. That sucks. Thought you guys were gonna get some more books and stuff, but we killed the basilisk. We didn't turn the stone. Time to rest. We're still on the hunt for the wolf for the tiger tribe. Yes, we had a good time. Yeah, now this place is safe to sleep in. We don't have to sleep outside. You guys don't have to sleep outside. Pretty cool. All right, well, if we're all finished here, let's go head upstairs and go back to bed. Or go to bed. We haven't even gone to bed once yet. Yeah, it's probably like 11 p.m. right now. I'll put those vials of animal parts in the bag that Thrax is holding, and then we'll head uh, head up to maybe the first floor to crash in. Yeah, back to your fir- the first area. Yeah. By the door? All right, yeah. You guys pop up there, and you guys will go to bed. Skid will go outside and be with the cold and watch the tundra. All right, so you guys go to rest. Uh, let's see. Each of you get 700 experience for the best of this battle. Thing was sketchy for a second there. And uh, yeah, you guys all wake up the next morning. Uh, Skidding, you. I'm guessing you just go back inside. Yeah. Just continually sending out my cold aura and bringing it back in. Like, oh, everyone's probably awake. Go back inside. All right, day two of the hunt, everybody. Good berries and breakfast when we get ready. Back on the hunt. You guys head out. Head out into the waste of ice wind dale. Into the, I should say, the tundra. Cold tundra. You guys begin your way north uh, to where the tiger tribe is located. And the next day you probably make it up to where the river to the south of where you would know to be. So I'll say you make it to about up here. By nine, your next day is complete. So you guys are just to basically do northeast of Kelvin's Cairn. And also northeast of Karakonig. Where you are able to make camp for the next day. Oops. How many more days before you charged up, Evan? One more. move up our current location thing so you guys all know where I'm talking about. Uh, So you guys are currently in the northeast part of Icewind Dale uh, in the basically the tire tribes hunting areas or at least their their nomadic uh, circle that they kind of make in the northeast area of them being the largest of all the tribes, uh, they kind of have the greatest um, hunting area for themselves. 
Well, Ricky, is your plan still murder the whole tribe? More or less. Okay. Just, just letting you know that there are more people than us and the warriors and walking into a camp aggressively might get us all killed. We're here to back you up, but... Is there any... subterfuge, any... I'm your son, sneaky sneaky, that we need to know about, or we're just walking in? Well, we've got the leaders of uh, two of the three of the tribes with us, so maybe we'll just uh, try to parlay first. And if things go to shit, then we'll murder everyone. <laughs> okay. Just be like, hey, Tiger Tribe, cut it out. That usually works. But we don't want him to cut it out. We want you to kill him, Mom. Yes. And it'll be like... Well, if you don't agree to cut it out, I challenge you to lead a ship of the tribe. Oh, that, I like that one. This one's curious. What is it? You know, just the general oral bullshit they're worshipping of the Frostmate and their hostilities towards everyone else. Being a dick. It is being mean. Sometimes it's okay to be a little mean, but not that kind of mean. Alright, I like that. You know, all that goes to shit. Then we just... And go back to plan A. Kill everyone. Right. Well, if you're challenged for leading the tribe, are you, uh, you really want to lead this tribe? Well, I probably will just disband it immediately as I become leader, but you know. <coughs> oh. And any, any of the recruits that want to stay on, we have the three other tribe leaders that they can choose who to go with. Yes, they'll have to renounce oral, and then they can come join another tribe. Yeah. Well, woo, this, this plan's looking good now. And then as everyone who didn't want to renounce oral as they flee will murder them, you know, from behind. Or they just, we let them go. Or we could kill them from behind. Right. If they're true acolytes, they might have to die. I like the idea of riding behind up on you. Skin will form and just slicing through. I guess we'll, a lot of things from then to now to figure out, but now I feel better than somewhat. I like that plan a little bit. Yes. We might have to improvise a little bit, but, you know, we'll see how how things turn out, how they go, be that as they may. Because, uh, bed down of day two? All right. Yeah. Anything else you got doing in the evening? No, just chit-chat. Probably rest up after day two of travel. Prepare to arrive tomorrow at some point. All right, so you guys all prepare for sleep. Um, Skid, you don't sleep, correct? Correct. What are you doing? I go outside of our camp a little bit and keep an eye to the north. Keep an eye to the north? Yeah, where I know uh, their last known location was. And just... Scan the horizon for most of the night, meditate on the cold, close my eyes, try to control the my eye color, spread, try to continue to spread out my cold radius, just doing ice druid shit and uh, watching the tundra to the north. <laughs> Roll a perception check. Sure. Pretty good perception score. Uh, 21 total. 21? Yes. Um, coming from the... Southwest of where you guys are camped. You notice these amount of blue light 
A blue light? Decent amount of blue light. Is it akin to anything I've seen? Like those those walker, cold wa- cold light walkers? It's very akin to the cold light walkers. Okay. Um, I'll rouse everybody. Oi, 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 How far? Well, before I do that, how far is it away? Closer than you thought because you're watching the north. Shit. Oi, 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 oi. Everybody wake up. It's one of those cold light walkers. Get up now. We can bail if we want, but it's coming for us. All right, all right. Where are they at? Southwest, southwest. Where are the blue lights coming from? Oh, look, there's a bunch of blue lights over there. Crazy. It's those fucking... Fuck you. Should we hide? We can't be seen by those things. Tired of fight. We decide right now. Um, I'm going to be honest. They're probably after us. Yeah, agents. Oh, shit. We stand and fight them. Fuck the maiden. Fuck the maiden. Fuck her watchers. Fuck the tiger tribe. Fuck her watchers. Fuck them all. Shit. You guys standing to plan and fight then? Um. Is it just open? Just open fields of just. Yeah, you see, you see them in the distance. And you know that they know you're there. Okay. No rock, no anything. Just. Yep. Just yeah. a nice tundra. And you guys have like some tents set up that set out to stay out of the cold. Jaren, you take your men left. Gunvold, you take your men right. We'll take the center. Attack them head on! Flank those bitches, pincer style! We'll distract them up front, you guys come from the sides! Alright. Time to fight cold light watchers then. Let's fucking go! Alright, you guys are waiting for them. The You notice that the cold light, there are four of them. The cold light walkers oh, moving oh, forward. Oh, no. <laughs> And in the middle is a tall, slender woman wearing a black tuxedo, almost looking thing, with long, flowing um, black tassels on the back. And she carries a ice rapier in her right hand, and a long, thin ice shield in her left. I was hoping it was Slenderman. And in the center of her shield is a large snowflake emblem emblazoned, and her hair is ice white, and her eyes glow blue. Get him, Barry. Who the fuck are you? I'm one of the twelve. And I'm here to finish what oh, Sefa couldn't do. Let's dance, bitch. Alright, I want to roll for initiative. <laughs> I think Borel's going to cast Mirror Image on himself as they get close, if possible. Okay. This woman who stands before you smiles, says, I'm looking forward to it. And over her shoulders in the night sky, you see the face of the old crone of the owl. And the eyes open up and the temperature drops another 60 degrees. The wind kicks up around you and your small camp is now surrounded by a blizzard.